Welcome to Hoarders of Horror. My name is Smiles. And I'm Bon. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is the podcast where we'll be talking about all things horror and our love for it. Um, everything under the horror umbrella will most likely, um, it'll be mainly discussing um, a particular movie or show uh, for that ep- for that episode. And um, a little bit about myself is I'm a horror fanatic. I like horror video games. I'm also a gamer. Um, anything uh, horror, I'm with it. I lean more towards the psychological horrors, the thrillers. Um, but I will watch pretty much anything. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like the overly silly horrors, but I mean, I'll still watch them just for shits and giggles. Um, and I guess if you, you want to tell the people something about yourself, Bonnie. Hmm, okay. Well, I also love. <laughs> I, mean, I, also, I also love horror. Um, I am a content creator. I um, I stream on Twitch. I've built a community on Discord where we focus mainly on mental health. But when I'm not focusing on mental health and gaming i am watching horror i love horror movies horror shows i go to sleep to horror i know that might be really weird and random for some people but i love listening to marconi's nightmare that's actually broadcasted on twitch i don't know if they aired anywhere else but it is a vintage horror horror radio and i will listen to old classic stories to go to sleep and sometimes when i'm cleaning and yeah i'm all about that life <laughs> oh my wait so hold up mark marconi's marconi's, what is it called again? marconi's nightmare it's m-a-r-c-o-n-i marconi's nightmare okay yes. i'm gonna have to put that down because i have never heard of that yeah i absolutely love it like they have they do you know how like old radio um stories like they'll have like the sound effects and um you know i don't know like for me it's just very it's it really pulled me in because it takes a lot i feel for people to paint a story just using words you know Mm -hmm. it's like they don't have the you know they don't have the visuals you know and oftentimes they don't have that music and so it's just completely relying on a person's voice to really pull you into this scene and that's just always been really fascinating to me and just kind of seeing where you know a lot of these original ideas come from is just always really cool yeah i mean um yeah painting a picture with your with your words opposed to uh like visuals is something special (laughs) yeah because i can't tell a story for anything so for nothing so for someone to actually be able to capture like and have you sitting down really listening Mm -hmm. and can make it clear as a day like that's that's magic yeah tell us about your i guess your the earliest interaction with horror that you can remember okay so i am a Caribbean woman. I grew up in Haiti, so I, I I was born here. I was born here in Brooklyn, but I lived in Haiti. And Haiti, to me, <laughs> there's there's a lot of mystery to Haiti. Um, there's a lot as far as like religion goes, and um, 
there's a lot of history with spirits and demons and even things like mermaids and stories that you hear about people disappearing and people um, coming back to life or people rising up from, you know, the water and, you know, stories of how they, they lived in the ocean with mermaids and they were, there's a, there's a lot (laughs) as far as the history and the culture in Haiti. And I grew up with something that they call blog. So blog is another word essentially for like storytelling. And we would hear a lot of horror stories. So blog would usually happen after supper. So you'll have supper and then everybody will sit on the, um, sit on the stairs or sit on their porch and they'll all share these scary stories. I still remember some of the stories that I heard growing up and I don't, I feel like some of it is like the nostalgia of growing up in Haiti, living with my grandmother. Um, I'm very close with my grandmother. So I find a lot of comfort in, um, some of the memories that I shared with her. So, you know, whether it's cooking or baking or her taking me to school or having supper and then sitting on the porch with her and listening to these scary stories. Um, My grandmother currently lives in a different state now and we actually both love horror. So when my Mm. grandmother would come visit me, like we would watch like Walking Dead and we'd watch, you know, um, movies on like serial killers. And that was just the way that we bonded. And so horror has always been something that was comforting for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, to the point where you'll have like people who like they'll listen to rain sounds and they'll listen to like the sounds of birds chirping in fireplaces, which I do sometimes too, like for self-care. But when I go to sleep, it's comforting for me to put on the monsters or to turn on the Twilight Zone or, you know, to watch Tales from the Crypt. And so <laughs> that was my earliest experience of horror was growing up in Haiti, listening to Blag after supper with my grandmother and all of our neighbors. So it's just, it's, it's not just like a, um, I guess it's not just necessarily a, a, a big interest of yours, but it, it comes with like sentimental ties. Yeah. Uh, okay 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 yeah. okay I, yeah. I, I can respect it i love it i love it <laughs> yeah. um me i <laughs> so when i was younger at least the, the earliest i can remember is i remember my mom uh she used to go out with my aunts so they would go out because they worked like crazy you know she was a single mom mm-hmm. um so she's taking care of two boys and she uh would go out on the weekends with my aunts so yeah. So all the kids would stay in the house and they, they would come to my house because I had HBO. Okay. So all the kids would come to my house. And I remember uh, the oldest, um, my cousin, Hannah, her name was Hannah. She would put on um, HBO. So she would go turn to HBO and we started watching Tales from the Crypt. So that's the the earliest I can remember. Um, and with Tales from the Crypt, I just... It was just kind of like I was glued in. No matter how scared I was of Tales from the Crypt, I was glued in. Um, and then it went from Tales from the Crypt, and I remember Dr. Giggles. Um, and 
that was more like um i was i didn't i never really watched um horror movies per se but it was martial shows that would come on hbo and cinemax and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i was really big into goosebumps and then what kind of like uh the the next biggest moment after that was i went to um some some family on my dad's side and they was watching like um friday 13th michael myers and so and then that was like that was probably like my my biggest moments of horror because i was like terrified yeah. i mean with tells from the crib goosebumps and so you know it was like silly horror <laughs> and i was able to you know chill out and i could be by myself still but yeah. when i had got introduced to halloween and friday the 13th i legit could not go anywhere by myself and it'd be bright you know daytime mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, even though as terrified as I was, I still wanted to continue watching these movies yeah. because my little self needed to know when was this murderer going to die. So <laughs> I had to keep watching Halloween, um, Friday 13th. I honestly, and I, I'm, you know, I, I'm ashamed to say this, but I don't think I watched Candyman as a, as a child. You never so, watched Candyman. No, I never watched Candyman. And if I have, mm-hmm. I can't remember it. But did you watch the remake? No, I well, the re- did the remake drop? Remake got pushed back, didn't it? No, the one with J- Jordan Peele? Yeah, it got pushed back to next to next August. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The remake's not out yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was supposed I feel to like come I've out. I've seen this the month. trailer so much. I'm just like, wait, <laughs> did I already watch the remake? No, no, no. I Yeah, I, they dropped like three trailers for that movie, but okay. they pushed it back to August. So oh, August yeah, 2021. <laughs> everything that's going on with covid mm-hmm. they're like yeah you know they i feel I, I can't remember i don't know if it was the director that was saying she wanted for people to experience the movie in theaters which honestly uh... i don't feel like i know that she got a lot of backlash for that especially because everything that's going on with the pandemic and like people feeling well there's other ways that you can have that family feel with mm-hmm. the movie and not necessarily be in a movie theater because you know nobody's trying to expose themselves to COVID and everything right. like that. But I don't know if um if they're still going that route or if they're gonna release it on Yeah, I didn't even know that. I thought yeah. they just I thought he just pushed it because of COVID, like period. I didn't know she was wanting people to go, what? They could have like went to Apple and made people pay for it. Like they've been doing all these other movies the past six months. I mean, like, but don't don't fully take my word for it because it was just the one um, tweet that I saw from her um, uh, and then people responding to her. So, you know, never know. There might be more to it than um, what I saw that day. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I won't, I won't, I won't take it. <laughs> I won't take it for a word, but, um, but yeah, I, that, that was, I mean, Michael Myers, um, like I said, Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, Freddy, Freddy, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Those were like you know, like the 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 throwback slashers. You know that everybody that is still like relevant to today mm-hmm. may still keep making remakes. Those were like my um biggest. What what kind of really set me on the horror path? Um, despite of how afraid I was of them, and uh, now here I am today, and and still watching all the remakes and hating them but <laughs> loving them at the same time and you know wanting to consume more um it's like it's so funny because like as you like as i'm listening to you obviously but the whole time i'm just singing the 
Tales from the Crypt song <laughs> in my head. <laughs> it was know, just so catchy. I wish that they would remake that show. Like I thought that they were going to remake it. I I don't I didn't see anything about it I, unless I just overlooked it and kind of like you know I you know they, like, they always say they're gonna remake stuff and then you know they don't do it or just kind of like it's just like that one instance they said they're gonna remake it and then you never hear anything about it. But I mean they remade um, the Twilight Zone and that's true. Um, that's right. Creep Show. That's that's true. That's true as well. But I don't know. I I do hope they do it. I mean if they said they're gonna do it, I just hope they actually do do it and release it. Um, cause you know, they're also, I mean, what's, what's his name? Um, Frodo. What's, who's Frodo? The actor, Elijah, Elijah Wood. Am I saying that right? Elijah was Elijah. Yeah. 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 So he's trying to make remake, um, Friday 13th. Apparently they're trying to get, yeah, they're trying to get, um, permission to remake Friday 13th. So I mean, they're still make they're still trying to remake these throwback slashers. Like they need to drop some that tells from the Crypt love in there too. But what came what came first? Did Creep Show come before Tells from the Crypt? Because when I rewatched it, I like I was looking at the intro, and the intro reminded me so much of Tells from the Crypt that I do recall going back and looking into it, but I can't remember if. Mm-hmm. Creepshow came before Tales from the Crypt because even the some of the music it kind of sounds similar, but I I could be off. I'm definitely gonna check into that. Find out right now. Yeah, I would (laughs) love to watch a remake of Tales from the Crypt. Okay, so Tales from the Crypt was 1998. Creepshow was 1992. Okay, so then it came. Yeah, like I feel like they maybe sampled because even like the skeleton. They have something that's similar as well with like Creep Show. Yeah, that opening. Yeah. Even the whole sequence, like the whole thing, is is very, um, is very similar. Except for with Tales from the Crypt, you kind of got. I mean, I guess with Creep Show, you do have a main host, but he just doesn't talk to you. Yeah. He kind of just does like some animations, um, exactly. before each episode. Okay. And with Tales from the Crypt, he's actually talking to you before the episode and give a little kind of like. I guess a little synopsis on what's going to happen. Is it the same director? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Greg Romano for Creep Show. Um, I'm not seeing stuff from the Crypt. Anthology, composers. I mean, we could always. Yeah, we can look at it. We could always look at it. Come back to this. We can come back to it. But um, yeah, so we we definitely have a lot of similar experiences as far as the horrors that we grew up on. I got into Goosebumps, you know, a little bit, not that much. I really liked Erie, Indiana, where I think Goosebumps was more of like um, each episode was a different story, right? Versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Erie, yeah. Indiana was just one long story, if I recall. Correctly. And I never even heard of Erie, Indiana. You should check that out. I don't think I have. I can't recall that I have, so I'm going to say I haven't. Okay. Um. So I, I will. I tell you, Amazon Prime, right? See, with Goosebumps, 
um i used to be like really big in like the sales like the school sales Mm -hmm. so every time the school sale came up i used to be involved in selling stuff and i used to end up getting um i would get all like the goosebumps books for free yeah so that's what kind of like tied tied me to the the show because reading the books and then seeing the show i was like yes you know i'm with it um but the area in the end area indiana I will check that out. I'll put that on my list. I'll probably binge that tomorrow since it's on um, Amazon Prime just to kind of knock it out. Um, get that out of the way. Okay. All right. So the next one. What are you watching right now? Or wrapping up or starting? Um, well, I am currently watching Evil. Um, I'm also watching the third day. I believe Evil is on Netflix. Evil's on Netflix. Thursday, um, third day on HBO. I just finished up Lovecraft Country. I was a little frustrated with the ending, but we won't get into that <laughs> right now. We'll probably do like a whole other episode where we could talk about Lovecraft yeah, Country. We'll we that. we won't go down that road right now, but um. <laughs> Yeah, Evil focuses on a priest in training who teams up with a forensic psychologist and a tech guy, and they go around and they try to decide whether um, whether they're dealing with um, something supernatural, demon possession, or you know something that borders more on the psychological like you know if this person is like a psychopath or things along those lines so it's really interesting especially since I'm really into like demons and spirits and cults and things like that um third day um Jude Law is actually in third day and that's a really cool story it's a mini series and it's um it takes place on this little island called OC, which is actually a real island off the coast of, um, is it Essex? Essex? Um, somewhere <laughs> in Britain. And um, it gives me like a very midsummer vibe if you've seen Midsummer. So if you the guys. The cold movie, right? Yeah. So if you guys okay. are into like Midsummer, you definitely be into Third Day and just kind of seeing, you know, pretty much this island that has like this causeway where like they have the tides, they have to wait for the tide to go down in order to drive to the island. So pretty much once that tide is back up, you're like trapped on this island. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, there's like rituals and you don't know what's going on with the people there. And it's really, really interesting. Um, so they're there's they're pretty short too. I'm also watching Monsterland. I'm watching a bunch of different <laughs> I'm all over the place when it comes to these, these things. Wait, wait, wait. What what is third the third day on again? The third day is on HBO. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Evil is on Netflix. Yeah. Third day HBO. And yeah. then Monsterland. Monsterland, I believe it's on Hulu. I watched the first two episodes and I was kind of like, eh, I'll come back to it. Mm. Um, I heard good things about the third episode, so I'm gonna check out the third episode and then um I'll see if I'm gonna keep watching it. Okay. Okay, so I'm not watching anything. Well, I'm watching I'm actually rewatching Goosebumps. I'm finishing that up. But I'm not watching anything new. I usually just rewatch Goosebumps like every Halloween. Mm-hmm. So like every year in October, I'll just 
run through all four, five seasons of Goosebumps. Um, that's been kind of like my little tradition to myself. Uh, but I, right now, I just like like you know we finished up Lovecraft. I haven't really gotten a chance to um, start anything new, um, at least not any shows. Um, I can't even think of any movies that I watched recently, to be honest with you. Okay. Um. Yeah. So right now, right now, I'm not watching anything. But that third day, probably gonna start that because that sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, I think whole... it's only seven episodes too. Okay. Okay. That yeah. That cold. Well, actually, you know what? Oh, what's that show on um on HBO? I don't know if it's considered a. I think it's considered a thriller. It's um ah oh, man, wolves or something. Addie was talking about it. Um. um Raised by wolves. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did start that. that. Um. I... Would we really consider Raised by Wolves a horror? I no. don't know. I don't think so. It's more sci-fi, right? More sci-fi fantasy, probably? Yeah, it's more... Like it's just, I thought it was like a thriller, but I guess I mean, it is. I guess there could be... Like, for me, even the word... Like, I, I'm sure we'll probably get some listeners who are probably like, oh, well, that's not really hard. That's not really hard. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like horror is very subjective. It, it I feel like it really has a lot more to do with, of course, you're going to have clear cut. Okay, yes, this is a horror. But there are some things depending on the person, you know, how they perceive things, how they experience things, you know, that's going to be a horror to them. So I feel like, at least for me on the show, I'm, I'll probably say, well, this was a horror to me. Someone's like, no, that wasn't like a horror. But if I say it is, it is. <laughs> at least for me. <laughs> at least for me. Um, yeah, because I think I, I think you're right though. I think it is more sci-fi. I mm-hmm. I don't know. Looking at it, I just was like, oh, maybe this is a thriller. I'll, well, maybe I'll just projecting or hoping. But yeah. I think you're right though. I think it is more of a sci-fi. So, but yeah, I, I started. I guess I started that. But other than that, I don't have any. Um, I don't have any shows or, or movies that I watched recently. This this past two weeks. There's um, another show. I. I when I tell you I'm watching everything, there's another show I'm watching called Hellstrom. Hellstrom? Yes, Hellstrom. Mm-hmm. And what's it's, that about? It's more demons. <laughs> Hellstrom <laughs> is pretty much about these two siblings, a brother and a sister, whose mother is is human, but whose father, I believe, is some type of demon, some side of, type of creature. And so the father pretty much becomes like a serial killer. And he tries to, you know, indoctrinate the, the kids and trying to, you know, immerse them into demon life and, you know, mm. to follow his path. And um, the kids, you know though they have a lot of his powers, a lot of his abilities, they choose to go a different path. And so they get older. Um, unfortunately, the mother is possessed and they try to navigate that. The The brother is raised by a nun. The sister is raised by a, a grave a caretaker, um, like a graveyard keeper. And um, But then they join up again and the brother is essentially um saving people who are possessed but you know we're gonna put possessed we're gonna put saving is in like "Mm, is he really saving them you're gonna have to watch (laughs) the show to see that for yourself the sister she's a little bit more she's had a a little bit more of a harder life because she went into like 
um, she went into the system because um, the nun decided to only just take the brother in. So we go down this world and yeah, and there's like whole groups that there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on <laughs> with Hellstrom. But Hellstrom is also a really good show. I can't remember if Hellstrom is on. Oh, Hellstrom is on Hulu. Okay, so yeah. Hellstrom on Hulu. Yeah. Third day HBO. Yeah. Evil's on um Netflix. Evil, and then Evil's you said Monsters Monster Monsterland Land. is also on Hulu. On Hulu. Hulu, Hulu actually has. Listen, some Hulu's been dropping some heat. Yeah. They've been really stepping it up lately. Like they have. They've been dropping some heat. Yeah. Um okay, okay so, so like listen. I know that you haven't like, oh, I know that you haven't um you said that you're not really watching anything else right now aside from like goosebumps, but what what would you say is your favorite horror movie? One or two? Um, okay, hands down, my favorite horror movie is Halloween. Only okay. and it's you know primarily um primarily because it's tied to like you know family and stuff and that's you know like i said the earliest some of the earliest mo- um some of the earliest memories mm-hmm. so halloween would be number 1 um and then i would say if i had to if i had to do two i would go halloween number 1 and then my another favorite of mine would probably honestly i don't know i don't because i like so many movies okay i will say this i love when the i love when the um uh antagonist uh prevails so i'll say that any any movie where the where the good guys don't win Mm -hmm. i'm off so so funny (laughs) that you say that because I remember seeing this one movie in theaters. Oh my God, I'm, it's escaping me right now. That's going to bother me. Like, I remember seeing this one movie and it was actually the first time where, maybe it wasn't the first time, but maybe it was the first time that it was the most impactful to me was when I went to see a movie in theaters and the good guys didn't win. And I was so shocked. You might know the movie, essentially this couple they I don't know if they're on their honeymoon or if they're on vacation and then these people come to their homes and pretty much torments them and then ends up killing them in the house and they have like these creepy masks on like the whole time they just made a they made a sequel to it um a couple maybe one or two years ago I cannot remember the name of the movie if I remember by the next episode, like I'll let you guys know what the movie was, but I was shocked, but I feel like it made me fall in love with horror even more. So I'm like, yes, the good guys didn't win, but it's kind of like, what does that say about me? <laughs> like, what does that say about us? Well, when we don't like say it. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you know, you grow up like, you know, the good guys always win, the, uh, you know, um, good guys finish first so on and so forth you know what i'm saying so it's, it's like it's refreshing because these movies tend to have like this copy and paste um like way of being, being produced yeah. so you know you think the bad guys are gonna win then all of a sudden the good guy come through and boom it's over he gets the girl he wins so on and so forth so yeah. it's like when you get when you see a movie where you think the good guy is gonna end up on top but they don't it's like so refreshing and it's like you don't often see that 
So it was like, yes, I don't care how bad this movie was. The good guy did not win. So <laughs> it's yeah. just like, yes, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, so what, what? Okay. Just talk about some of the, some movies that you did not like, or maybe, or maybe you wanted to like, but they just fell flat for you or shows. It could be either or. Hmm. I can't think of anything mainly no. because I'm very, I, I, I don't think that there's anything that I've ever just, I really wanted to like, and I just, and I just couldn't, like, I can't mm. think of anything. It's okay. like, if I hate it, it's like, yeah, like that was just it for me. Like freaking sleepaway camp. I hated <laughs> sleepaway camp and oh, it's like, man. oh, well, it's a classic and you know, and I'm just like, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I remember being so angry for so long with my friend with Storm, um, for making us watch that movie. <laughs> like it was terrible, and we'll we'll get into it. Actually, I might actually even see if Storm would want to join us for an episode in freaking defense sleepaway camp because i don't get it i just i don't understand all the love that sleepaway camp guy and actually if anybody any listeners if you are sleepaway camp and you love sleepaway camp definitely share with us on our twitter <laughs> what is it about sleepaway camp that you love i would love to know <laughs> now i see sleep sleepaway camp once and I seen it. I seen it when I was younger. Like I was younger, and I, I think I I had um, I think I had my mom rented from like Blockbuster or something. Mm -hmm. So I don't even remember like bits and pieces of it. Yeah. And I just remember at the end, me and my brother was like, "What's going on here? Like, what is happening?" Because it kind of like stuff just happened out of nowhere. So we were like, we were a little confused. I, obviously, and we also were young. We were kids, so we didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, but now I gotta watch it again so I can <laughs> I can see what you're talking about. Yeah. So I can see what made you so upset. But yeah. we'll, we'll probably make that make a show out of that. We can do that too. That'd be fun. Um, what's next? So we got okay. So we ran through all this stuff. Um, anything else you want to share? Any? No, I definitely I definitely don't want to give every I definitely don't want to give everything <laughs> in one episode. <laughs> I think yeah yeah yeah. I think we've we've shared a decent amount that listeners are able to kind of get a feel of you know who we are and you know what we plan to bring to the to the series i'm really excited this was really you know cool very refreshing i don't as much as i love horror i don't get to talk about it a lot so this is gonna be um really really cool for me really exciting okay well we of course we appreciate you guys um we uh i'll link everything all our, like our social media and stuff our twitter um handle um at hoarders pod so if you have any questions you want to you know show some love it's uh at hoarders pod on twitter and i'll link our personal social our personal social medias um down in the uh notes um and uh bonnie you want to want to send us off 
definitely. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Definitely feel free to share with us, you know, some of your favorite movies, your favorite shows. What are you guys currently watching? Um, Share your earliest experiences of horror with us. We are also going to be doing something where we um, where we add a clip of the week. So it, it'll be like a, a little audio clip of a movie scene or a show. And if you are able to um, guess what movie or what show that was, uh, we would love to hear from you. We want to see, you know, we want to see your horror movie knowledge or your, your horror TV show knowledge. And yeah, we, uh, We thank you and we look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode of Hoarders of Horror. Night. Good night.